Welcome to the Internship Show, where each week we explore the ins and outs of early talent programs at companies of all sizes across the globe. Early talent fuels businesses from startups to the Fortune 500. We're here to provide the information you need to stay informed on all of the amazing opportunities that exist. I'm Parker Pell, and this week I spoke with Kristen Dollar from Figma. She started her university recruiting career at Lyft in 2014 when they started their program from scratch and scaled it from their first class of 17 interns to over 300 when Kristen left in 2020. Now she's excited to build the foundation of a successful university program once again at Figma. This is going to be a great show. Kristen, thanks so much for taking the time and joining the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. So we're so excited to be able to have you represent Figma. But first, I really want to dive into your background. What has your journey been like to get into the position where you are now in early talent at Figma? Yeah, so in the recruiting world, I just kind of fell into it. So I was born and raised in Palo Alto, traveled down to Southern California uh, for college where I studied psychology. So like most recruiters, I didn't go to school for recruiting. Um, After graduating, I moved back home to NorCal. Um, I was actually working in interior design um, and a close friend from study abroad actually reached out that her sister was looking for her replacement at a small startup in San Francisco called Lyft, which is now quite well known. Um, And I basically went in to meet the team casually loved everyone I met, loved everything I saw, and basically never left. So I started at Lyft in 2014, um, and that's how I got into recruiting. started the university program with my manager in 2015. Um, So I had the opportunity to kind of build that program from scratch and then see it scale as the company grew. So our first intern class was 15 interns. We had maybe 10 new grads uh, and supporting just our general software engineering teams. Um, And I was there all the way through to the beginning of 2020. Um, Our university team had grown from two to when I left, we were 19. Um, We were supporting hiring for 300 interns. We had about 35 PhDs and 75 new grads across every line of business, including not only tech, but just the business side as well. Um, So I had the opportunity to see massive growth, to build multiple programs, supporting various early talent careers, um, I just had an exceptional experience um, overall. And earlier in the in this year, I was just really excited to kind of get back into building programs from scratch again and kind of getting in that, that startup feel. So I joined Brex uh, in February um, as the head of university recruiting to start their university recruiting uh, program. Unfortunately, was affected by the COVID layoffs in May but then had another opportunity three weeks later to join Figma, which is where I am today, to build their university program for a 2021 class. Um, And that's currently what I'm focused on doing uh, and hiring for the season. To be boots on the ground and at the beginning of the first organization you were a part of and grow and scale that program as you did, and now to be at Figma, I can only imagine everything that you've learned as to what it takes to build a a scalable and successful internship program. Could you go into what are the pillars for building and establishing a successful internship program at a company? 
Yeah, absolutely. And these are actually the pillars that I've seen to be true since 2015 and something that I always present to leadership uh, when we're getting into a university kind of recruiting strategy. And for me, um, kind of the three pillars that I form my strategy around are um, attract, support, and retain. So on the track support side, it's ensuring that you're recruiting and properly evaluating, you know, top and diverse talent from various channels. That could be from various universities, partnership programs, conferences, to achieve a well-represented class of interns and new grads. And the second one being support. So ensuring that you're putting a lot of time into giving your company, so managers, mentors, the HR team, the resources and trainings to support every university hire from every background in order to give them the greatest level of success possible. Um, And I think also a part in the support is ensuring that you not only have that mentorship bandwidth to support an internship program, but you also have projects that will be impactful that are directly related to team and company roadmaps. Um, You know, the goal for them is to ship their project during their internship to have that sense of impact um, is huge. And then last is retention. So overall, just providing that best overall university program experience for hopefully that junior talent to one day be the future leaders of your company. It's so great to hear that. And it seems, seems so easy, three, three pillars, but in fact are so vital in, I mean, how important is it obviously to have those leaders and executives really bought in to the fact that early talent is the foundation to be able to achieve those long-term goals of the company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think having your leadership team in support of all those pillars, being bought in and being willing to give resources to be successful there is probably the most important factor to getting your university program off the ground. I think, you know, if you're building a program, especially for the engineering side, which is where I've started all of my university programs, is if they're not willing to give the engineer interview time or the resources for people to travel to campuses or do events, it's really, really difficult to be successful in hiring. And then once you have them start to build those programs, it's University program takes a village um, and leadership, it definitely, you know, trickles down from the leadership side. So I think that's extremely, extremely important to have that. And there's so many components, as you mentioned, um, of, of a program and one being boots on the ground, traveling and now sitting here and, and navigating a virtual landscape to achieve the same end goal of attracting the best and most diverse talent, I'd love to hear your opinions from an employer side of, of what does this fall virtual recruitment look like and, and how are you all really kind of preparing um, to implement and continue to get kind of that continued success that you would see in person? Definitely. And I think this kind of took, you know, myself and a ton of university program recruiters just kind of for a loop because you know, for the first time, people that have had a, a strategy for 20 plus years are completely switching it. So I think the there's a couple of silver lightings. I think one is that a lot of us get to be kind of like a first time recruiter in a lot of ways, because we're doing a lot of this for the first time, <laughs> having a completely virtual <laughs> strategy. Um, and I think the other silver lining is it's a really amazing opportunity to be creative. I mean, you're no longer restricted to having, you know, 10 engineers only that can travel, needing to hit five more campuses than you're physically possible, like possibly able to. I know for me, you know, hitting 12 campuses in three months, I always end up getting the worst cold of my life. (laughs) I just have to (laughs) navigate through it. So I think, you know, I think in that sense, it's actually an amazing opportunity to be really creative with your events 
get so many more people in the company involved. Um, you know, you can host uh, events at a more regular cadence, reach students and types of talent you wouldn't necessarily be able to with your kind of standard on-campus strategy, especially if your company is focused on those, you know, top 10 core schools. Now there's these um, kind of recruiting platforms where they host, you know, 250,000 students from you know, over a thousand different universities and you can host one event and students, you know, you can, you can market it to all the students on the platform. And so just the ability to reach different types of talent, I think is amazing this season and something we're definitely taking advantage of. Um, you know, we're hosting traditional tech talks as we would if we were on campus to, you know, women in engineering panels to very casual trivia with like our Figma new grads, just to kind of break up the stress of the fall recruiting season. We've decided to utilize the Jumpstart uh, prof uh, excuse me, platform uh, which again is like 250,000 students on that. So we're able to host these events, market it to all of the students, get everyone excited and involved. Um, and something else we're doing is, you know, typically when you go on campus, you try to bring the least amount of people you can um, to do all the things that you need to do. And now it's, you know, we opened a volunteer form up to the entire company. So if people on marketing want to connect with interns on the software engineering side, just to talk about our culture, we're getting them involved. Um, so I think it's just opened up a ton of doors for us uh, being virtual. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's, it's awesome to be able to see. And I think from the little data that we have from this past summer is it's actually given more opportunities, as you mentioned, for more individuals within the company to get involved in the university talent space that otherwise may have not been able to if it was all in person and they and they weren't traveling and now they're able to come into these tech talks that you're hosting and be a recognizable individual to come in and, and really make an impact and speak about their experience with the company and where the where the company's growing all together and you're here to represent figma so mm -hmm. for our listeners could you give us an overview of who is figma yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Figma was born in 2012 by our two co-founders, Dylan Fields and Evan Wallace, uh, with a mission to make design accessible to all. So Figma is a design platform for teams who build products together. Something that really sets us apart is we were actually born on the web. Um, and we help the entire product team, not only designers, but product managers, engineers, even people on marketing, collaborate to you know, create, test, and ship better designs faster. Um, so we work with individuals who might have an individual subscription, and then we also work with large organizations. Um, some that have spoken publicly about using Figma that many people here would likely know uh, includes, you know, Microsoft, Google, Airbnb, Uber, uh, we have Slack and Shopify. So we're lucky that we have these large organizations that love and use Figma as well. Uh, we actually raised our Series D this April. Um, you know, pretty well into COVID. Um, we're currently around 200 employees, so we're still quite small, very startup pace. Um, we have hubs in our San Francisco, New York, um, and London. Of course, because of COVID, we are all working remotely, uh, but when all is safe, we will be back, hopefully, in our hubs. With a company that's growing so quickly, and we know that students are always looking to decipher between should I go and work at a, a quote unquote startup that's growing fast or a, an established company that maybe is a little bit more of a, a corporate 
setting a big thing in consideration for them is is what that kind of company culture looks like we understand that mm-hmm. students nowadays are now more than ever and people care and students care about the company values and their ability to make an impact on that company i'd love to learn from you kind of what is that figma company culture like and, and really kind of maybe what is your favorite part or, or parts of that culture yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think in terms of my culture, I have a lot of students that ask me this as well. And I think always the first things that come to mind in my experience so far has been, you know, collaborative, creative, and inclusive. These are all things that I look for in a company that I join uh, and have been very true in my past roles, which I've been really lucky for. Um, and so something that I have really evaluated Figma on before joining. Um, so far, I'm happy to say that Figma and my coworkers have exceeded my expectations here. Um, I think, you know, I've had the opportunity to join, this is my third startup. Um, and, you know, I love the fast pace atmosphere. I love these startups are kind of built on the culture piece um, and something that's extremely important. Um, and I've been, you know, nothing but really, really happy with what I've seen at Figma so far. In terms of my favorite part, I think the events that we host for, for Figmates, Figmates are what we call Figma employees, um, to kind of show who we are as people as a part of who we are as coworkers. So I think in this virtual environment, it's really easy to log on to work, do your work and log off without having much interaction with people. And I think Figma has done a really fabulous job ensuring that we continue to connect as a team as well as cross-functionally. So I'd say my favorite event um, in an effort to kind of keep morale high and keep us connecting is something that we do called Three Things. It's something we do every other week. And it's when Figmates share three things about themselves, like a kind of behind the scenes facts, can be personal stories or just anything that matters to them. Um, It's more of a special like memorable way to get to know each other beyond just the surface of our work selves. Um, So we had, you know, two um, of our engineering manager last week and another female engineer um, speak about what it was like to come into the United States as a first generation Asian American. Um, and they just shared their experience. They had slides uh, built in Figma, of course, and uh, it was really amazing. It just things that you would never know about someone just having a meeting with them. Um, so I think that's that's probably my favorite part about Figma today. That's so great and so important to get creative as well, to be able to, like you said, come up and, and share those three things and get interactive cross-functionally within the company and students are sitting here and they're like, awesome, I want to go in check out Figma. What does that recruitment and and application process look like for your university program at Figma? Yeah, so we're very excited to grow our engineering and product design internships for 2021. Both of our roles and all of our roles are currently posted on figma.com slash careers for students to apply to directly. In terms of the the software engineering path, um, actually for all candidates, first you connect with your recruiter and go through a series of questions about past internships, personal projects, and really your motivations um, in order to join kind of your next internship for next year. And then on the engineering side, the application process and kind of recruiting process is first you go through an 110 minute assessment through a company called Byteboard. Um, It's an evaluation which is designed to assess on the job software engineering skills, and provides us with a more holistic picture of your coding and soft skills. So inclusivity is a huge mission of Byteboard, um, and another reason that why we've decided to partner with them this fall. Your recruiter will go into more depth on what this evaluation and how it's kind of broken down into separate separate sections um, to really evaluate those 
data structures and algorithms along with the communication and, and um, you know, time reasoning, all of those things. Um, but after a candidate passes the Byteboard evaluation, we then go on to what we call a quote unquote like virtual onsite, so basically your final, final interviews. Um, and you'll have two additional coding interviews, which are focused on CS fundamentals. And then we also do something called a technical design discussion. And this is a highly collaborative session where you discuss the high level design of implementing a feature with the engineer who's in your interview. We don't require any domain knowledge in this interview. Uh, basically, the engineer teaches you all the concepts in the beginning of the interview and really watches how a candidate can apply those concepts in the interview. Um, and then lastly, we have a non-technical conversation-based interview. It's called Values. And every candidate from intern to you know, director level goes through this interview. Um, it's more of the kind of behavioral aspect and really ensuring that your values align with our values. Um, and this is a conversation-based interview with an engineering manager. So that's kind of our entire intern process on the software engineering side. And overall, I'd say the, the attributes that we look for the most, of course, are those CS fundamentals, data structures and algorithms. We look for problem solving, um, ability to learn, ability to take feedback in your interview and improve. And last but not least, communication. I think something that's really important for us is we don't necessarily look for, did a candidate get the optimal solution in the quickest amount of time, but we really want to see how candidates work from that, you know, first step all the way through um, to their solution. Um, and that matters, you know, more to us. Definitely. Um, it's so great to hear that feedback and how students take feedback and work through problems is being considered when you all are looking at candidates and, and determining qualifications of, of candidates that you're bringing into your program that's so structured. And we, we already learned that support was one of those three pillars of, of structure within your program. And really, could you dive a little bit deeper into that kind of mentorship component of that support pillar structure of, of your university program at Figma? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd say mentorship is the most important factor for us when deciphering how many interns we can host to ensure that we're giving each university hire the technical and personal support needed to be as successful as possible. So each of our interns is paired with a mentor who's on their direct team that is dedicated to ensuring their success. So they work together on a daily basis. They have weekly one-on-ones for that consistent feedback. And then mentors also run a formal midpoint and final evaluation with their intern just to give that more like thorough and structured feedback. Interns are also paired with an intern manager um, whose role is to kind of ensure holistically that they feel supported, challenged, valued, and impactful in their role overall. Um, and they also meet on a weekly basis. And then lastly, interns are also matched with a buddy. So this is an engineer who is not directly on their team, but someone who can also help with technical questions if their mentor, manager, or team is unavailable, and someone whose role is really to expose them to the rest of the organization. So it could be other eng teams, specific events, employee resource groups, and kind of all of those more cultural events at Figma. Um, and that's basically how we, that's the, the overall mentorship um, kind of structure for interns. Definitely, and I love having a buddy for for students specifically and, and i think that students need to make sure they don't forget that peer-to-peer -peer networking and, and 
working together is something very important because those peers could be individuals that those students are working with 10 years down the line when they're working at the company and that just breeds such success and growth overall. And through the program, as students are, are going about working on those real life projects at, at Figma, what are there, what are some key takeaways that you, Kristen, you're really hoping that a student that's interning at Figma are going to, we're going to leave the program with when it's all said and done. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. I think first and foremost is for interns leaving to kind of feel encouraged to bring their whole self to work. I think whether it's returning to Figma full time or going elsewhere, finding the importance and value of being on a close knit team that grows you not only professionally, but personally, I think that's also just extremely important given the current climate of the world. Um, And I think that's something that, you know, Figmates, um, care a lot about is, is caring about each other as a whole person, not just a coworker and something that we hope our interns feel that level of support and kind of see the value in that. I think um, something else that I've always um, been a big advocate of is having interns feeling comfortable giving upward feedback. So we not only pulse mentors and managers um, at midpoint and final points of an internship to kind of get internship feedback, but we also pulse the interns during these times um, for mentor team and overall internship experience feedback. And I love, you know, if I see an intern, um, you know, submit their survey and I see that there's an opportunity for improvement for their mentor, if I connect with that intern and say, you know, can I step in? How can I help? I love when they feel empowered to give that feedback themselves, their mentor and manager, Um, and just those suggestions for improvement. It only helps our, you know, future seasons and it only helps that intern kind of gain the skill of that upward, of that upward feedback. Um, and I think lastly, it's just having a great experience overall. I think feeling a part of a team, feeling impactful, valued, and supported by everyone they interacted with um, is probably my biggest goal of an intern leaving Figma with. Kristen, it's been so great to learn the structure and from your experience, how to develop a meaningful and deliver a meaningful internship experience and what you're bringing to to Figma's university program is exciting to be able to see and, and see and look forward to watching it grow as well. Is there anything else or, or closing remarks that you would want to leave listeners with to, to hit home about Figma, the company or, or your program? I think just in general, I think something that I tell my students, you know, whether they are going to pursue Figma or not, I think COVID has really altered the university recruiting space, not only for companies, but more so for students. And I just encourage students to really pri- really kind of sit down and, and figure out what your priorities are, what makes you happy. Um, I think navigating this new world and putting that at the top of your list when thinking about which companies or which teams you want to join is really important. I think it's never been more important to make sure that your daily routine is bringing you happiness. I found that your job is a huge part of that. Um, so it's something that I tell all of my candidates to really think about and something that you know I tell all students at this time. Kristen, it's been so great chatting today and we we appreciate you joining the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It was such a great time speaking with Kristen from Figma, who shared their company culture, what the recruitment process looks like for their internships, and so much more. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to leave a rating or review about the show. This episode was brought to you by Scholars. Scholars amplifies top employer brands to an audience of diverse students from across the country through curated podcasts, blogs, newsletters, and more. 
Make sure to tune in next time for the internship show and have a great day.